New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Guy Finley. He's the author of Relationship Magic, Waking Up Together. Guy, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine. I'm happy to be with you. I'm so happy to have you. You have some wonderful, deep spiritual help for for those of us in relationship and those of us who are going on the merry-go-round of of fighting with our partner and just being on this round and round and never seeming to get off. So I'd like to ask you, how can we use our differences between ourselves and our partner to become more loving with each other? How can we do that? It begins with a basis that changes the way we perceive the moment. We have a misunderstanding about ourselves, Justine, which is that what I see is the fact. If I see you as a problem, you'll never convince me you're not the problem. Our relationships can't be any better than the eyes that we see them through. And the eyes that we see our relationships through is our understanding of ourselves. This means that the first task we have as men and women who want to know something about love is that we have to understand ourselves. If I can learn to see myself as I am, I'm going to meet you in a much better place where I'm no longer blaming you for the way I am. So I start to see you through a new understanding. If I have a new understanding, there's room for something to change. Things don't change because our understanding doesn't change. So I'm, I, you're using the analogy of what we're seeing. You're using sight there. And you also mean insight. Absolutely. You know, like I, I'm thinking of the word sight and seeing and new eyes and expanding our seeing. And then that leads me to the word insight. Yes, yes. So, as powerful as it is, an example. I just met you, let's just say, and uh, boy, it's unbelievably very exciting and all that. But unbeknownst to you, eight years ago, I fell in love with a woman and I thought it was going to be the greatest thing that ever happened. And then she broke my heart. Now, what happens with a broken heart? They just stay there. And everything that we see in the days following a broken heart are colored by our fear of being hurt again. We don't walk around thinking, I'm afraid of being hurt again. But when the moment comes, this fear appears because why? I don't want to go through that again. So I look at you through the eyes of a certain body of past thoughts and feelings. It limits our relationship. When I say we need new eyes, the new eyes would include when I see you, I see the parts of me that are still afraid. And knowing that I can't live from that because there's no chance if I'm afraid of ever having love. So the awareness of myself is the negation of this self that ordinarily looks out and tells me what I see. So I'm seeing, as you give this analogy, 
I see this fear or this hurt, you know, of being betrayed or hurt whatever, again, whatever, hurt again. It's kind of hunkered down in our psyche, in, in the cells of our body, just hunkered down there waiting. And there's something you say in the book that is wonderful. I've never heard this one before. You say, a stone weighs the same whether it's out visible you know, and that's or beneath, it, the or beneath the surface, it weighs the same. So I'm just thinking that hurt is like that stone underneath the surface. That is exactly it. And we don't know it's there. When we meet, when we have a relationship, have you ever struck a flint? Two rocks, you yes. know, you, you strike them together yes. and it throws a spark. Right. Well, the spark is a completely different quality than the two rocks. Two human beings come together, and there is a certain amount of impact. It's natural and necessary. The impact throws a spark. That spark is a bit of light by which we can see what was just struck in me. You didn't create in me what was just struck. By the grace of God, you've helped me see what was just struck, and the grace of that is the light that reveals it to me in the moment of our relationship. So I'm, I'm thinking of it like uh, in a thunderstorm, everything is dark because it's so cloudy, and then the lightning comes, and suddenly you see the whole landscape for a moment. So that's what you're talking about. That is about. what I'm talking about. And that light, that awareness is what helps us see what we can no longer be, that thing that we didn't know we were carrying with us. The light actually changes it, Justine. The awareness of our own state is the way that state is changed, not by not wanting to be that, not by wanting to be something else, but by seeing without resisting exactly what we are. So how, in that moment, do we preserve that awareness? It doesn't stay with us, or oh, does good. it? Another, you another know, great comment. This is right. perfect. And that's a fact. But we can begin to develop, through our relationships, a certain capacity to sustain our attention. We are told, growing up, and we're still smattered by it, that there are things that should not be in any good human being. Good people don't judge other people. Good people never have enemies. Good people, yada, yada, yada. And that's all fine, except that none of it's true for us. We have in us what we have in us. We must not be afraid of what is in us. Does love fear anything? Love can't fear anything. Love embraces. Love transforms. Love transubstantiates what comes into it. Love holds all. Holds all. Light. Simple light. You put anything under the light, what you put under the light is changed by the light. That's a fact. When we observe ourselves, it's a certain kind of light. And that light, in the observation of these qualities and characters, we don't know are in us until our partner brings them up in us, suddenly brings this up to where we can see for the first time and listen and not be afraid of it. We blame people in our lives because there is something in us that does not want us to know it is there. So it deflects, it, it, it rejects, it resists. Now we're understanding the real relationship is the moment where everything is revealed. And the real revelation is the same as being released from what was revealed 
in us. I think the important point that you made, and one of the important points is that when we see this that is within ourselves, that's not pretty, but it's the truth about ourselves, yes. that we, our fear, our hurt, our, our anger, our, all those negative feelings, yes. that once that's revealed in that flash of light, and we are not resisting it, and that's yes. the important Big moment, yes. that we've actually seen it, and we've opened to it, and we're owning it, so to speak. Yes. We're saying, oh, this is mine. Do you feel that once that happens, there's kind of an aperture that opens in our heart that maybe it's just a small opening, but it never quite closes all the way again if we've ever had an experience that like that. That is exactly right. And everybody knows something of that. The issue here is that any of these qualities in us, the unkindness, the impatience, the fear, the regrets, these things live in us because they were never properly reconciled. There was never a real atonement in the moment where this part of our essence was brought out and instead of it flowering, opening, it was shut down by a nature that didn't understand it. As we grow to see these things in ourselves, Justine, we're able to recognize the task here is to leave this thing in the light, not to find someone to blame for it, and certainly not to judge myself for it. Just be thankful for the moment. Christ said, love thine enemies. The moments in our lives that seem to produce this enmity are actually moments that have come by an act of love to help release us from what we do not know is true about us at that time. So we can't go back and change what happened in the past. That's a fact. So how do we hold it right now once we realize, oh, we did that and it was really hurt that person and that was not a kind thing for us to do and I did that? If I am in any given moment aware of a sudden surge of pain in me, and this is very important, I'm going to go as, as slow as I can without wasting too much time, that instant that I'm aware of that pain, something in me, Justine, tells me what that pain is. I want to go very slow. There's just a pain. There's just a touch. Somebody says something to me. Something happens. There's just a touch. It isn't defined at that point. Something in me finds what that pain is based on my past. It's like a physical thing. It, well, it's very much like a physical thing. But the point is that the mind that defines the pain is confined by the pain it defines. The mind that defines the pain is confined by the pain it defines. It seems like when I define the pain by blaming you that I'm discovering a way out of it. I'm not discovering a way out of it. I'm closing the circle on a mind that's asleep to itself that will be a captive of that reaction every time it comes up. So to understand and to see that the mind wants to name that pain, we, that's what I call it, say, don't name the pain. Don't name the pain. Leave the pain alone. 
If you do that, you will see something in you that can't wait to name it so then it can claim it and then tell you what to do. And then you're back on the merry-go-round. And then you're back on that circle of self where there's no getting off. Yeah. If you name it, you claim it. So you're saying don't even name the pain. Don't even go there. I become the observer of my own nature instead of the instrument of a nature trying to escape itself because of something it's blaming for its pain. And we can do that with our partner, too. We don't change our partner, but we just be witness to something. And just for once, we don't go into reaction. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to see a miracle? Don't return unkindness for unkindness for as long as you can. And when you don't return unkindness, impatience for unkindness, impatience, your partner will not know what to do. They'll actually say, what's wrong with you? Don't you care about me anymore? Meaning you won't fight. Does that mean you don't love me? No, I won't fight because I love you. That's what's going to happen now. So it's also an attitude. It's not a withdrawal of your energy from them. So oh, that's, no, that's... You, you are never more present. You are never more active in the true sense of awareness and attention. When I blame you, I just covered it. It's because my nature has found in that moment something it recognizes and can blame that pain on. We are not going to recreate the past. We're going to die to it when it's invoked by the present moment. Just let go of the war. Yeah, yeah. Say, okay, I'm laying my weapons down. That's basically I'm going it. To live That's in it. Love. That's it. Not walking out with sword, no shield. I'm going to see what happens because I'm more interested in discovering the truth of myself than I am in trying to prove that you're wrong and have brought this moment to me. Well, I know we could go on and on, but this is like a little glimpse into some of the wisdom that's contained in this particular book and many other books that you've written. So I want to thank you so much, Guy, for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today. Again, I'm happy to be with you. There's no one quite like you, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've been speaking with Guy Finley. He is the founder and director of Life of Learning Foundation, a nonprofit center for spiritual discovery. And he's the author of many books, including Relationship Magic, Waking Up Together. And if you want to know more about his work, you can go to his website. That's relationshipmagicbook.com. And if you buy his softback book on that website, you can get a free download of him reading the book to go along with it. And also, Guy will be offering a live streaming webinar in late October and early November 2018. So you can also plug into that. And even if you miss that, it'll still live on his website. So that's relationshipmagicbook.com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms, and I want to thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe. Please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org.
New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.